Welcome back to another episode of Peter's Proffer here in the courtroom of current events. And today we're talking about the latest bill that's been signed by President Trump dealing with the PPP, the Payment Protection Program. We've done a couple podcasts on it already. We're just going to update what's going on, tell you what's changed, and talk about the new aspects of the bill. So sit back, relax, and hopefully you learn something. On that midnight train. All right, so President Trump has signed a new payment protection program bill into law, and it really opens up a lot of the restrictions. It loosens a lot of the potential penalties. Um, where do you guys want to start? We well, we we actually had a we actually had an email written out by Paul Bettinghouse sent to us and a lot of his other clients, kind of explaining what this is. We're going to go through some of the things in that email with some additional topics. He couldn't be on the podcast today because he's actually at a seminar. We may have him on later, um, but we had him on a previous podcast to explain the initial PPP. But where do you guys want to start with this well, one? Well, I think that the, the first thing to say is, overall, what this is, is they found out all the things that they screwed up on the first one and how it was impractical for businesses to operate under the guidelines they were talking about. Because most legislators, whether Republican or Democrat, have no idea how businesses run. run You know, they're professional politicians. They pass this rule, and then all their constituents are going, are you crazy? We can't do it within that time frame. We can't do this. We can't do that. So that happened. Yeah, it's funny because I had some people call me about their PPP loan, and a lot of the discussions wound up ending with some of my smaller business friends, like, you know, one, two-person shops. Like, I simply can't possibly go through this money the way they want me to go through it in that short amount of time. I'm going to get screwed because then I'm going to have to pay it all back with interest. So they decided not to do it. The problem, well, the good thing is now this opens them up to... Uh, to another option to reconsider applying, presuming they're still in business. And it's far more practical. So let's talk about some of the things that changed. Uh, The first is they extend the covered period under which small businesses can spend the loan proceeds from eight weeks to 24 weeks or until December 31st, 2020. Explain what that means. Well, first, let's think about what the initial, what it was. You apply for a loan based on 10 weeks of your payroll. But then they tell you, you've got to spend it in eight weeks. Makes no sense. Which, but they kind which of makes built no in. Sense. We talked about how you can also use your rent and stuff like that. So they built some of that in, I guess. But we'll get to that later. But it later. was based on payroll. So they've changed that. So the 10 right. weeks you applied for, now you have 24 weeks to spend that money. And, and that's really significant because a lot of these businesses were a little slower to start up. Mm-hmm. A lot of these businesses couldn't find their employees. A lot of these businesses... The employees didn't want to work or come back. Because they were making too much on unemployment, yep. yeah. some of them. I, I had friends that were saying, I'm getting my pay plus 600 bucks. Why do I want to go back? Yeah, ab- absolutely. So these businesses were finding. Plus, I think we're finding that the CDC guidelines went on longer than people thought they would go on. Mm-hmm. And phase one and two were longer than they thought. So things just kind of dragged on. And it made it so that it was almost impossible to comply with the eight weeks. So w- one of the things that may be an issue, though, is... Some of the um, businesses that tried to spend extra money one way or the other in that eight-week period to spend their PPP, and now all of a sudden it's extended, they don't get that money back. 
Right. And hopefully what they spent it on is something that's going to be able to be recoverable uh, right. later exactly. on. Exactly. So the next point, remove the limits on loan forgiveness for small businesses that were unable to rehire employees, hire new employees, or return to the same level of business activity as before the virus. It's this simple. There are some businesses that simply cannot turn the light switch back on and go back to the same level of business they had. And what this does is it gives those businesses an out. Right. So basically uh, how it was originally written, if you just continued to sink because of COVID and still nobody was buying whatever you were selling, you were going to have to pay this money back if you didn't hire all your employees or spend all the PPP money. But now they're basically saying if you continue to struggle throughout the whole process, we're going to forgive the loan anyways and you have more time to spend it and you know we're extending all those periods out. Next, expand the 25% cap to use PPP funds on non-payroll expenses such as rent, mortgage in- interest, and utilities up from 25% all the way up to 40% of the total loan, which lowers the 75% requirement for payable, payroll extend, um, expenses down to 60%. So now you can actually spend 40% of the entire loan on other stuff than right. payroll. Non-payroll uh, expenses. But again, when people were applying for these loans, the rules were different. You couldn't spend 40%. So uh, this is kind of a landlord relief act so that people can pay their landlords and pay their rent as opposed to getting people employed again. And that really, I thought, was the, the real purpose of the PPP, was getting reemployment up. Now they're doing well, it so that you can pay more rent. I think it was a combination of getting employment up, but also keeping businesses afloat. So I think that letting businesses spend 40% on rent and things like that over the next 24 weeks is going to keep a lot of small businesses open with, I agree with you, less employees likely because they're not going to bring employees back. Now they're going to pay their rent with it. So, I mean, I do think that that's a big difference is, you know, these businesses that may have not been able to stay open, now they'll be able to stay open because their rent is basically covered by the PPP. Keep in mind that one of the justifications for the PPP was that people would be off unemployment. That's really one of the ways, oh, we can get this money back by taking people off the unemployment rolls. I agree. Um, Okay, next point. Extend the loan terms for any unforgiven portions that need to be repaid from two years to five years at 1% interest. You got to understand that for a small business, that's huge because it basically frees up a lot of their cash flow if, of course, they're not forgiven. So they don't have to pay all this money back. Plus, interesting, you tell me what's 1% interest? Practically nothing. But still, you've got that extra time to keep that cash flow uh, going. All right. Next is give small businesses more time to rehire employees or to obtain forgiveness for the loan if social distancing guidelines and health-related actions from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention or other agencies prevented the business from operating at the same capacity as it had before March 1st, 2020. This is for the restaurants. I and, and the, the the bars and, retail. and the retail folks. Right. They, I don't think they were expecting when they initially put this through that it would be a tiered opening. Well, and like a tiered opening, but it's still dead. I mean, it's still fifty percent capacity, but there's still so many people that aren't going out at all. Or and a lot of these don't have the huge profit margins. Right. So fifty exactly. percent doesn't really pay their bills. You're still losing money. Right. right. Do you think do you think these uh, PPP loans will have any effect on like uh, loss of revenue or business interruption coverage or those types of cases that we're doing? 
you know, it's not the, the loss of the revenue won't change. The question is going to be, does the PPP loan reduce your damages? And the answer is no, because the PPP is designed for um, payroll and in expenses. some instances, these expenses, not your revenues, which is exactly what the business interruption insurance is supposed to cover. Right. It's covering your lost revenue. Um, okay. Next point is extend the period for when a business can apply for loan forgiveness from within six months to within 10 months of the day of the covered period before it must start making interest and principal payments. Under the new bill, PPP loan interest and payment of principal and fees will be deferred until the loan is forgiven by the lender. Well, what they discovered was the lenders weren't able to handle all of the applications. So who, who thinks the lenders are going to be able to handle all of the forgiveness? Right, exactly. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, they're going to fall, their computers are going to overload and fall apart just like they did when people applied for the PPP. All right. So let's kind of take this. That, that's the totality of the portions we're going to talk about. But we're going to answer two questions. We're going to answer how does this new bill help the situation? And how did, what are some of the potential pitfalls with the new bill? So first, let's talk about how it helps. Well, obviously, it gives more small businesses a, a broader ability to apply for a PPP loan and actually take advantage of the benefits. So it's very good for small businesses that didn't have an opportunity to take advantage of the first, well, two rounds, technically, mm-hmm. up to now. Um, yeah, and unemployment was at 13.3%, which is on par with the Great Depression, and supposedly the real numbers are even worse than the reported numbers indicate. So this extends the time that you can bring back some old employees, start new employees, you have a longer time to spend your money, so you can you can kind of push that money further down the road and hopefully help unemployment for the businesses that haven't brought back their employees yet. Right, but, and keep in mind, the, the last job numbers that just came out were amazing that all of a sudden people are going back to work. There really may be a turnaround coming. And and it might have taken more than the period of time that they were initially giving people to use the PPP. It it was, uh, how do I say this? It took longer for them to start bringing employees back. Well, and it's going to take longer for them to get back up. I mean, 13%, that's a heck of a number that they're going to have to make up. No one really anticipates that's going to happen this year. Right. Um, another good thing is just pushing that deadline deadline down the road um, helps businesses continue to provide services that people are going to need and want now. You know, I keep talking about cash flow, and for those that don't you know don't know what I'm talking about, what I'm saying is a business has to have money that it can actually use not only to pay their employees but to continue doing business. And by extending these deadlines, it gives those businesses that extra time to be able to pay things off so they're actually still taking money home. Right. As opposed to if they had to make the decision within eight weeks, they may be closing their doors right now. Because they can't possibly make it all happen that quickly. Okay. And lastly, I I read some inklings of this and some people think that this new bill indicates that another PPP loan may be coming since they're willing to extend the use of this to December 31st of 2020. Do you think another PPP loan is coming? It may be. However, there are pending bills right now that are not PPP loans. There is an additional $1,200 that, that uh, some people are, the, the, the House is saying that another $1,200, that's representatives, another 1200 per adult and 1200 per child now instead of 500 that could be coming down the line. Extending unemployment benefits with that $600 could be coming down the line. The White House is saying that the unemployment might be capped at 300 in order to encourage people to go back to work. So they're doing those kind of things right now, and they're not mentioning PPP. It's called the HEROES Act in the House, 
so they're not really mentioning PPP in those bills. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, you can call it whatever you want to call it. If we come to a point, and we've all heard it, that there's a possibility of a resurgence and we're going to have a bad September, October, I don't know, whatever it is, and it, this puts business back in a tough spot, they're going to have to launch another one of these because at the end of the day... They, and then we'll get into whether or not you can apply for yeah. another one if you already got right. one and all that stuff. But you know, the HEROES Act, right, that's in the House, that number is $3 trillion. And again, that's a stimulus package. So you add that $3 trillion to I don't know uh, how many trillion they've already paid. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. You know, it is a crazy amount of debt that the government is creating. And that brings us into what are the potential pitfalls to the new PPP bill. And one of them is if another one's coming, this is all stuff we're going to have to pay back with taxes. We're going to have to find a way to balance the budget. So that's one of the big, you know, potential negatives to continuing down this path. But what are some other problems with this new bill that kind of loosens things up for small businesses? I've heard some major problems with people that have applied for their extended PPP loans and all of a sudden they get multiple uh, money grants. So now they've got, like, I'm just making it up, 10000 from Bank A and then 10000 from Bank B. Well, they've got to get rid of that second 10000 bucks because they, don't want to, they can't cover the, uh, the cost so they have to give it back so they're not stuck with interest. They still have not streamlined the process of how to give this money back. I know that like when we're talking about some of the big restaurant changes, some of the big public companies that had taken money before, they were able to give it back. But I think that's because the banks that they do business with need them so badly that when the CEO of Roots Chris picks up the phone and says, right. take this money back, they figure out how to do it. But for small businesses, it's really, really hard because there's no good process yet. Have either of you heard, and you know, it's funny, i just now thinking, I haven't read, have they run out of money on the second PPP? I, I think they did. I, they yeah, did run out of money. I think they did. That's on second, the second one, meaning the, the second round. The second round. So yes, the, 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 that money's gone. That money's gone too. So, okay. so my question is, doesn't this seem like it would open up even more instances of fraud? Because before we talked about how there could be some fraud in this, they could try to use the money and weasel around this or that, giving bonuses to their daughter or wife or somebody that happens to work one day at the office. Isn't there a potential for fraud um, in this? Well, you know, I've always said, if you're a crook on the shorter term PPP, these extensions are still going to be easier. a crook. Yeah, because I mean, now you're you still have gonna a longer be a crook, time right? to spend the money, a longer right. time to apply to get it forgiven, a longer time to deal with all this. And again, we're talking about mom and pop, small businesses that this is actually meant to help. A lot of them aren't going to have a problem with, with the fraud and things like that. But a lot of these big businesses that were trying to find a way to use this money that they got, basically... Now that you can add rent and interest and all this crap to it up to 40%, I mean, it's going to be a boondoggle. And if they if they come out with another um, series of PPP uh, loans that any of these businesses can get, they're just going to hope they keep loosening the strings and they can just use this money for whatever they want. And now they have free overhead, basically. See, what I'm afraid of is what's going to happen is a lot of these businesses are going to start using this PPP as like leveraged borrowing. So yeah. they're like, let's just say that we can get this money and we'll figure it out later. Yeah, well, it's only 1%. Right. So a lot of these companies that are making tons of money every year, 1% is nothing to them. They'll take the risk and take that loan anyway. I kind of wish they would have tightened the guidelines rather than loosen them. I mean, to make sure that businesses are only using these for what they should be using them. You know, that's kind of the thing to me is this just 
like you said, Dad, it was supposed to bring more employees back to the office, when in reality, it seems like it's making more money for business owners if you just are covering their overhead now. Yeah, and I'm hopefully that this opportunism that's probably going to happen with this this round of loans doesn't affect the people that, the small business that really need this money to survive. Yeah, it should be flowing down to the employees. It should not stop at the person that owns the company, which... To me, covering their overhead, again, is just more money into their pocket, not into their employee's pocket. And now you've almost given them an incentive to keep working with less employees because now you can use it for a longer period of time. I mean, just think about that. You've added, what, six months of rent now? I mean, I think it's crazy. Is, I think that really when you look at it, it really was a very successful business lobby. Yes. Because just about time. all of these changes help the businesses, not the employees. Yes, exactly. None of these benefit the employees. Which, again, I guess that's what the HEROES bill is going to hopefully, the lower socioeconomic people that get that as opposed to the business owners that own $50 billion businesses are getting these PPP loans. Right. All right. So those are our thoughts on the new bill that just passed. If you guys have any specific questions, you can reach out to us on Facebook at Tragos Law is our handle, and we'll be back with you next time. Boom, that's me. Sure.